Hello, this is Gurmeher from newsomni.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 11th of July. A constitution bench today stated that the center's affidavit had no relevance to the constitutional challenges against the repeal of Article 370. The center had claimed that Jammu and Kashmir is witnessing, and I quote, unprecedented era of peace, progress and prosperity, unquote, since the decision. The case has been pending in the Supreme Court for over two years. The petitions challenged the presidential order issued on August 5, 2019, which diluted Article 370. The article granted special privileges to the people of Jammu and Kashmir since 1954. Its special status was cemented by the incorporation of Article 35A, which was not subjected to parliamentary consultation. Following the abrogation, the Jammu and Kashmir Reorganization Act of 2019 was enacted. dividing the state into two union territories the petitions contest the center's unilateral actions questioning the alleged erosion of federalism imposition of curfew and disregard for due process and the rule of law the hearing for the case is scheduled to commence on 2nd of august the name of bureaucrat shah fazal and activist shela rashid were also removed from the list of petitioners today the bench headed by chief justice of india diva chandrachur and four other senior judges emphasized that the home ministry's affidavit submitted just before the constitution bench hearing merely presented the union government's perspective on the developments following the abrogation and it should not be considered for the purpose of the constitutional challenge chief justice of india affirms that the case solely pertains to a constitutional matter represented by a senior advocates and various lawyers the petitioners maintain that the legal challenge remains unaffected by the center's claims regarding the situation in jammu and kashmir The center in its 20-page affidavit contended that the region had experienced a return to normalcy and witnessed a decline in violence since the abrogation of Article 370. It claimed that efforts to mainstream the youth and combat terrorism had been successful. According to the petitions, the August 5 order violated democratic rights and freedoms granted to the people of Jammu and Kashmir upon accession. The petitioners argue that the purpose of Article 370 was to gradually extend constitutional provisions to the state without dismantling its own constitution. They claimed that the August 5 order by substituting the recommendation of the Constituent Assembly with that of the Legislative Assembly to modify Article 370 wrongly assumed the Legislative Assembly had a power denied to it by its own constitution. The government, however, maintains the presidential order has become a fait accompli, implying that it has become an irreversible reality. Heavy rainfall continues to affect various parts of northern India including Delhi, Uttarakhand, Himachal Pradesh and Jammu and Kashmir. The Indian Meteorological Department has issued red orange alerts for several districts of Uttarakhand for over the next 24 hours. The alerts indicate the likelihood of a very heavy rainfall and flash floods in the areas mentioned. Meanwhile, the Yamuna River in Delhi has crossed the evacuation mark, prompting the need to relocate residents from flood-prone areas. In Himachal Pradesh, the Jammu and Srinagar National Highway has been closed due to extensive damage, suspending the Amarnath Yatra and leaving thousands of pilgrims stranded. The state has also witnessed landslides, damaged roads, and disrupted water and electricity supplies. Meanwhile, in Uttarakhand, a landslide buried vehicles near the Gagnani Bridge, resulting in death of four pilgrims and injuring several others. Efforts are underway to rescue the stranded and provide relief in the affected regions of Punjab and Haryana after heavy rainfall caused extensive damage and claimed nine lives. Today, the Supreme Court granted the center an extension until the 31st of October to clarify its stance on the validity of the Places of Worship Act. This act protects the identity and character of religious places as they were on Independence Day. 
Various petitions have been filed against the act arguing that it prevents Hindus, Jains, Buddhists and Sikhs from reclaiming their places of worship that were allegedly invaded by, and I quote, fundamentalist barbaric invaders, unquote. The Solicitor General Tushar Mehta, appearing before the Chief Justice-headed bench, requested more time for the government to make a decision and file an affidavit regarding the law. Earlier hearings had seen the government seeking adjournments for further deliberation. The bench emphasised that the government should submit a comprehensive affidavit considering the significance of the issue. In a previous hearing, senior advocate Kapil Sibyl highlighted the need to determine whether a public interest litigation challenging the 1991 Act, upheld as valid by a five-judge bench in the Ayodhya judgment, is admissible. Today, the Supreme Court issued a stay on the arrest of Deekshad Vivedi, a lawyer who participated in a fact-finding mission to violence-affected Manipur and subsequently held a press conference on behalf of the National Federation of Indian Women. Senior advocate Siddharth Dave represented Vivedi before a bench led by Chief Justice of India Devai Chandrachur during an urgent mention. Dave explained that she was accused of sedition, conspiracy to wage war against India and other offences under sections 121A, 124A, 153, 153A and 153B of the Indian Penal Code. Some of these offences carry life imprisonment as punishment. Dave informed the court that his client had not yet received a copy of the first information report. The Chief Justice instructed Dave to serve a copy of the petition to Solicitor General Tushar Mehta, who represents the state of Manipur. The court granted an interim order stating that no coercive action should be taken against Vivedi until 5pm on Friday and the case was listed for further consideration on Friday. The NATO summit has commenced in Vilnius, Lithuania, where global leaders are convening to discuss defence, deterrence and support for Ukraine. While Ukraine desires NATO membership, it acknowledges that it cannot join it until the conflict with Russia is resolved. NATO provides collective security with member countries obligated to defend each other in the event of an attack. Jens Stolenberg, the head of NATO, stated on Tuesday that Ukraine is closer to NATO and emphasised the need for NATO decisions to reflect this reality. He assured that NATO will make it clear that Ukraine will eventually become a member. Furthermore, Sweden is nearing membership as Turkey has withdrawn its objection. Listeners, we have a new NL Sena project to bring you ground reports from Manipur, which has been witnessing a wave of violence for the past two months. The ethnic clashes in the state have brought to the fore many crucial questions. What is keeping the state simmering? Why is the government unable to stop the violence? And what lies ahead for the people of the northeastern state? In this project, the News Laundry team will travel to Manipur to find the answers. Contribute to help us tell these stories. We're able to bring you our reports and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts to only 900 rupees a quarter. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. Pay for news. Protect democracy. Save the world. Save the world.